Hello, everyone. My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we have the cast of Everything I Know About Love, which is based off a book with the same title, which follows the lives of childhood best friends Maggie and Bertie as they navigate their early 20s. It's set in a 2012 London house share inhabited by four girls, Maggie, Bertie, and their friends from university. So here's the cast of Everything I Know About Love, Aaliyah Often, Emma Appleton, and Marley Sue. Hi, everyone. So I'm just going to start off really easily. Can you guys tell me each about your character? And maybe like what you relate to your character because all three of you play them so well. So I play Maggie. Um, she's in her early 20s. She's been best friends with Birdie since she was like 12. And then she became friends with Amara and now at uni. And she's just desperate to be an adult and to be in London and what all of that entails. And she's such a romantic. She's got serious main character energy. Um, and she's, um, yeah, she's a romantic. She kind of just loves the mystery of, of life and everything that has, she loves love. And I, I think relating to her, like I've been 24 and I've lived in London and I felt like I need to have it all together and know exactly what I'm doing and be having like the best fun ever. And then when you feel like you're not, you kind of feel like you're maybe failing or not doing your twenties right. Um, and also the dating, like bad dates. I've been there. Like Maggie, I get you. Oh, um, Amara, also 24, early um, 20s, has kind of met um, these girls during uni, a time where like every, nobody's kind of doing anything in terms of work. And then we kind of meet her when she's thrust into like, the working world, the capitalist society, getting her head down and doing something, whether or not, like it's the thing she absolutely loves. Like she does it and she's good at it. And we kind of see her at the start of that journey of what will that kind of entail and what will we kind of discover? And we go on kind of lots of different um, journeys with her in terms of like where she stands with relationships, where she stands with like work and passions and family and, and her friendships. like the things that go on within that. And um, yeah, so that's, so that's kind of where we see her. And um, she's definitely the, the one in the friendship group who's the first to like galvanize and get everybody on the dance floor and have a boogie. She's also the one to give really good advice and kind of talk someone down. And um, yeah, she's just, she's just good vibes. Been to horoscopes, we'll tell you about your man. We love her. Uh, and I play Nell and Nell is also in her twenties, living in London and uh, she is a new teacher and she is, figuring out what that's like in this very adult world suddenly um and she is kind of like the responsible one in the group she's sort of the one that deals with the landlord and like will give the girls advice every now and again when they need like a little shake she's um quite down to earth um she where we see her at the start of the series and where she gets to the end is quite interesting because I think at the start she's very clear of who she is and I think at the end maybe a little less so in a good way um and quite a relatable way, I think, in your 20s, too, where you sort of start to question your own certainty about who you are and, and just learning more stuff about yourself. Um, as far as, like, relating to Nell, there's a line that um, Maggie has where she's like, oh, Nell's in one of her rational Scottish moods. <laughs> and I really love that because 
I, I just think it's really funny. And also because like, I think I do relate a little bit into that sense that I think you maybe being Scottish can give you a certain sense of humor or candor and you can be a little bit blunt sometimes. So maybe relate to that. But I also actually like admire Nell for how straight talking she is. I wish I was actually a little bit more like that. I think I would be a bit more nervous to be as straight talking as she is. Well, I really enjoyed seeing all of you guys together in particular. Um, obviously, we don't have Belle here, but I enjoy, I love Birdie as well. So I enjoy seeing the four of you guys together. I know I've read some, you know, articles and stuff. And of course, Sex in the City is going to come up as sort of like a somewhat of a comparison. For me, it was very different. I'm 35 years old. So I was around during the Sex in the City time. But for me, I relate to the show much more because it brings me back to like when I was 20, when I was getting out of college, what do I do? I'm living with my friends, trying to figure things out. So for all three of you, how is it like, you know, when you're reading a script like that to not only prepare, um, prep for your characters, but then also know, yes, there's going to be this comparison, but the show is very different. I think Dolly was really good at setting this very specific London centric quality of kind of hustling and figuring things out and things not being perfect and I feel like whenever you see that reality kind of is the first word that sets in because like it's that imperfect thing that especially during your 20s you kind of sail through and in terms of preparing for something like that it, it kind of lends itself to your process because you read something like that like that and you can kind of go oh I can jump into the reality of being like in your 20s with your mates which like we have those groups and um, and then it's like okay work and stuff like that how does that feel what was that like or like what could that be like and in that sense for me it was more so kind of pinning down like the passions per se of like my character like Amara and then realizing what it looks like to kind of have to get by and have to pay rent and have to work hard at what you do in order to survive because that's like what happens when you're in that position and you're in a flat share and so in terms of that um I was really specific about talking to a lot of people who worked in the job that I worked in which was property and um I taught like what a normal day at the desk is this is really specific to like what I did with her but it was really interesting to me and um I feel like stuff like that just kind of it gets you in the world and also like listening to music because the world that this was set in, the time period where this was set in was so specific and music always helps me get into like the sense or a tone of something like that. So those things were really, really helpful. And like looking at images of that time period was super, super helpful for something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of prep, like I've done a lot of like sitting with my friends, eating pizza, talking about <laughs> who someone is dating and watching your favorite tv shows so i was like i've got some of this in my locker that i can use it was all worth it um and like it's it's the banality or like the mundanity that dolly writes of just like getting ready for a night out with your friends but that kind of energy people relate to and it means so much to them like you see it and you're instantly well i hope people are texting their whatsapp groups being like let's go out because you just want to you know, live that. Um, so I feel like, yeah, prep wasn't, wasn't really difficult, but I, the music thing as well, like we made lots of playlists as well. And it just takes you straight back to a certain specific time that I didn't realize was as iconic as it actually oh. is. Also like going out to eat with each other, I guess, is another form of prep. And we did a lot of that. During the audition stage before I'd got the part and like, 
I don't know, sometimes prep starts out because you're starting to try and unwind this character as while you're auditioning for it. I, I'd i never seen Sex and the City. This kind of ties two parts of your question together, but I'd, I'd never, well, I'd seen like random episodes, but not the full thing. I'd also never seen the full series of girls. So I just made my way through. I, I watched Sex and the City, like the whole thing during that process. And then when we started filming, I started watching girls. <laughs> and I actually found it really like, just for like the like kinetic energy of like women, of like when you're all together and you're chatting, like it was really good to watch that and understand like, some of the the dialogue it's fast and like for the humor of it it needs to be like pacey and it needs to be like kind of sparking off each other so that was that helped inform me understand all these script a little and I think it's a really nice thing that they're all kind of inspired and I remember in in my in uni in my friend's flat they had the sex in the city box set and like they would come home from uni and watch it and I actually think like it's so nice that like generations of women will have different shows that they can I mean at any point you can go back and watch Sex and the City or Girls, but there's something really nice about a show coming out within the time when you're that age. Like growing mm. up Potter is actually so like fun because you grew up with the books coming out one at a time, do you know? And mm. I think that it's kind of fun that like for people who are that age right now, that might be really nice for them to like see stuff that they relate to mm. and yeah, come out the same time that they're going through it. I think it just add one more thing. I think it's also really nice because I know Sex in the City, they're going to like really fancy restaurants and drinking martinis. And we are not doing that. Like we're going to the pub and asking for the cheapest bottle of wine or like going to a bar slash kebab shop. So it's like, okay, this isn't a million miles away. Like it's, you know, it's attainable. Yeah, well, that's what I love about it. And um, I think you made a really good point comparing the two. You're directly in the middle, I think between a sex in the city, which is like an aspirational, a girls, which is like very dramatic. And you're like, I just relate to certain areas. And then your show, which is fully relatable. I just relate on so many levels of it. And it really did bring me back to like college and like to those good times. And then I watched it and I was like, I want to go out. Like, I want to have fun. I want to hang out with these girls. I want to just make sure I really quickly add in, what would you like fans to know? Why they should tune in? Why should they should watch? I think what Molly was just saying about different like generations of people like kind of having a show that kind of comes up and galvanizes galvanizes like a bunch of you that this show can definitely have the potential to do that I and mean, there's something really comforting about watching a show that could possibly ch like ring true with stuff that you're going through or have gone through in terms of friendships jobs whatever it may be and there's something really warm about that and like you said in, in your reaction to the show which I think is so lovely like the thing of wanting to like go out and like maybe call your bestie and being like we need to do something or even that being your like event bringing like you guys like both chilling or whoever it is and like I don't know, making a cup of tea or, you know, having a glass of wine, whatever it is, and like eating and just like watching the show and being like, oh my gosh, that's blah, 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 or that's me and da, 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 and just like finding true joy in like the show and the reality, like you said, that it has to bring in its shows. I feel like that would be really cool to have like the American audience suddenly be like, yay, because that's wicked. Like it's so London centric. It's so nice that like that's the reaction that you're having. So yeah. I hope other people who watch it do too. I just wanted to just congratulate you guys. And I do think it's going to be a huge thing here. And I, I think a lot of um, American audiences or people in the States will really respond to it because of how great it is and because of the content. And we all just want to be your friends. I want to be so. your friend, Monica. You're amazing. Thank <laughs> you so much. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to the cast from Everything I Know About Love, talk about the show and what fans can expect this upcoming season. Make sure you check it out now on Peacock. 
Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content. Oh, <laughs>